Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danker, Timothy Go, and Chuan Tian with you. It is now time for In the Spotlight. And today, we're talking about how, you know, according to S&P Global, the total market capitalization of cryptocurrency stood at 1.1 trillion US dollars as of August last year. That's 2022. Uh, that works up to about, what, 2.5% of the US uh, equity market capitalization. And while wealth in cryptocurrencies continue to accumulate, the question remains, can there be a meaningful use case for it? (laughs) So that's where our next guest comes in, right? Um, See, uh, their mission is to make buying real-life goods using crypto as simple as it is to, I don't know, go to Amazon and and get something with uh, traditional currency. It is still very confusing for many of us, though. But since launching Beta Platform in March, more than 1,000 listings have already been added to the site, including collectibles, apparel, luxury goods experiences, and more. So to tell us more about their crypto-exclusive e-commerce marketplace and what else it can offer brands, we have Julian Chow, CEO and co-founder of GM.co, joining us on the phone lines. Julian, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, good afternoon. How's it going, guys? Very good. It's uh, quite interesting what you have here. I suppose uh, give us the broad picture of GM.co. What's it all about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. So, uh, thanks for having me on for starters. Um, last year, I think around May is when our project officially launched and we've been building the product for about uh, quite some time now. We, we soft launched the product, like you said, mm. in a beta state uh, earlier this year in March. The mission statement here really is that there are 400 million crypto users in the world. And like you said, there's, there's a, over a trillion dollar market cap for crypto on a good day. Um, which means that there's a, there's a huge market of these people that are holding these currencies, right? But, but the name cryptocurrency suggests that it could be spent as a currency. And in order to make that a reality, you know, at GM.co, what we're doing is we're just trying to provide a platform for people to facilitate these kinds of transactions, whether it's for real-life goods or online services like artworks and other things that people can provide. So what kind of customer base do you have, Jillian? Uh, it's pretty interesting, actually. Our demographics right now is 33% of our audience comes from the U.S., and actually 31% comes from Asia, namely Singapore and Hong Kong. Um, so we, we actually have quite a presence in uh, in Asia as well. The kind of age bracket is about 18 to 35, predominantly male. Um, so it's, it's a younger audience that's interested in, you know, sneakers and fashion and stuff like that. Mm. Um, speaking of, of sneakers and fashion, um, what can crypto holders expect you know in terms of offerings because <laughs> it's all about the offerings yeah 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 um right now we've got about a thousand listings on on the platform right now and it's it covers a pretty broad gamut of products but we find that um you know artists are having a lot of success offering their artworks and, oh, okay. and people can commission um you know like individual pieces from them we, we also have a lot of fashion items like jordans and uh, all kinds of different sneakers. Uh, we also have like fashionable accessories and collectibles of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're, we're kind of trying to expand a lot into electronics as well. So your iPhones and your uh, MacBooks and stuff like that. So anything that, uh, you know, a younger crowd would be interested in, we're, we're kind of trying to sink our teeth in. Okay. So how, explain this to me, how does one use at their cryptocurrencies and what kind of cryptocurrencies is your platform supporting? 
Right. So currently, our platform supports uh, a couple of different currencies, namely Ethereum mm-hmm. uh, and USDC, which is a stable coin on Ethereum. So USDC is just essentially like a one-to-one token to, to the US dollar. So if you spent 10 USDC, you'd be spending 10 US dollars. So it's a stable coin in the sense that it doesn't suffer the same kind of fluctuations as something like Bitcoin right. or Ethereum, where you can have big swings, you know, 20% up on, on a week and 20% down on a week. Um, so we find our merchants, uh, you know, they're, they're a lot more willing and accepting of stable coins as like a base. Um, obviously, we have merchants that are very happy to accept Ethereum and, and other currencies as well. But, you know, having stable coins there is, is really, I think, key uh, in order to convince some of the more traditional merchants. But we also accept TON, uh, which is another blockchain, another cryptocurrency that's available. So these three are the main ones right now. But we're looking to expand into Bitcoin and other currencies uh, in the coming months. Which actually brings me to my next question about the fluctuations that you mentioned there. How do you keep track of the value of the goods you're selling uh, when some of these cryptocurrencies anyway fluctuate up to 20%, as you mentioned? Yeah, yeah. So we've got um, got a couple of solutions that we're working on for the longer term. But in, in the interim, what we do is we base a lot of our products in a U.S. dollar denomination. So if you're buying a pair of sneakers for 200 U.S. dollars, we would take the spot price, which is the current price of Ethereum, mm-hmm. and we would just divide it out. So uh, if Ethereum is $2,000 right now and the sneakers are $200, then it would be like 0.1 Ethereum. Um, so we have like this kind of system that runs you know, a live checker on the, the prices of the cryptocurrencies. Uh, but also, like I said earlier, you can also opt in to use a stable coin like a USDC, which is, a, you know, like the one to one pegged currency that represents a dollar for every token. So if it's 200 US dollars, there will be 200 tokens, 200 USDC tokens. Julian, it's starting to sound like an episode of Shark Tank as you've just explained the stability of it. But if I, let's say I'm, I'm a supplier of uh, Jordans, how does this represent another income stream or another revenue stream for me? Right, right. I think I can go a little bit into this from the perspective of our community. So sure. uh, we started off as a project and we have about 100,000 people in the community. So we have a pretty strong base of supporters already. Um, so say you were selling you know, some sneakers by listing on our platform you're not really just selling to your existing customer base. Because if, like, there, there are obviously stores out there that would accept crypto. It's, it's an option for payment at, at checkout. But by the time people get to checkout, they're going to pay for your product if, if they're paying with a credit card or if they're paying via bank transfer. Yeah. Um, crypto is just another payment option, right? But whereas with what we're building here, you're able to tap into, you know, a brand new audience that hasn't really been exposed to your store or your offerings before. Um, so that this is a really big attractive point uh, for some of our merchants is because not only are you, you know, selling to your traditional methods, you're, you're also kind of opening up, you know, a new avenue to kind of reach these younger people that, you know, you normally have to spend advertising to um, achieve. All right. Uh, what about GM.co's future plans, uh, Julian? What do you have uh, in the pipeline? Yeah, so the last couple of months has been pretty interesting for us in terms of just gathering a lot of data. Like I said earlier, like the stat points of like, you know, 18 to 35, you know, Mm. predominantly male. We kind of knew this going into it, but like getting some of this data to kind of confirm that uh, is really nice. And we kind of have a a rough idea on like people's spending behaviors on the platform now. So like I said, you know, artists are actually doing quite well. A lot of custom artworks are being sold and a lot of people are buying and selling, you know, fashion items and uh, sneakers and the like. And then also like collectibles such as Pokemon cards and, and stuff like that. So I think uh, in, in the immediate future would be to build out specific features that kind of target more towards this audience and give them the tools to be able to buy and sell these things um, more easily. And what I mean by that is just like having a more custom interface so that when you're looking for, for a specific type of shoe or you're looking for a, um, you know, a specific card that you want to buy, you're able to find these things a lot easier and we're able to like market to these people and speak with them directly. So, so that's the kind of growth strategy for the remaining of this year but with a more social approach. So we, we really like to bring in the social element of brands and, and, and businesses being able to directly communicate and talk to these crypto holders and uh, open up this kind of potential market.
Mm. Uh, actually, Julian, if you don't mind, uh, just to expand a little bit on what you've been talking about in terms of the future of uh, GM.co, have you given any thought about what happens when all of this becomes mainstream? For example, I go to Amazon Prime Day, I can pay by crypto. I'm sure it's still many years into the future, but have you thought about that possibility? Yeah, we, we actually get this question asked a lot. And we obviously asked ourselves this question many, many times when we were like building and, and founding the product. You know, just because eBay and just because uh, Facebook marketplaces and Craigslist are out there, it doesn't mean that we can't have more niche platforms like Grail or any of these kinds of, um, you know, smaller platforms that really serve a specific community. And coming from a crypto background, what we're kind of really good at is, is fostering a sense of ownership with, with our holders and with, with people that are actually interested in the technology and the product. So what we're really good at is really building that connection, telling stories and having a, a really personal relationship with our customers, mm. uh, which is something that I think as a bigger conglomerate like eBay, it's, it's really difficult to do. You don't really have like 100,000 eBay fans that, yeah. that would... Uh, you know, be actively contributing towards the growth of their company, right? But whereas with us, you know, crypto has a different mindset, right? Like, I mean, crypto has been around for over a decade now, and I was in crypto quite early. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us to go from a very, very small uh, idea at that point until now, where there's over a trillion dollars in market cap, a lot of that is built off people within the community building products one step at a time. And GM is just one part of that whole puzzle. So so we're just doing our part in terms of making crypto more accessible to our audience and, and to, to people in general. All right. We've been speaking with Julian Chow, CEO and co-founder of GM.co. Julian, appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great Monday evening. Thank you, guys. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.